Welcome to Beyond Trauma, a podcast from therapists for clients about the healing journey. We hope this will be a resource of encouragement, comfort, insight, and understanding for you along this courageous process. Hi, welcome to Beyond Trauma podcast, a guide for your healing journey. We're here in the studio today with the three of us, me, Melissa, Jen, and Bridger. We're all back together <laughs> again. We are. Yes. We haven't while. been together the three of us. You know, we have to take vacations sometimes and yeah. things like that. Um, but yeah, so we've been kind of working through uh, several concepts that we want to share with you guys, and today is no different. Today we're going to talk about whole brain, whole body, yeah. and what that means. Why in the terms body of, matters. Yeah. Yeah. The, and does the body matter well, yeah, when oh, it yeah, comes sorry, to healing trauma? Yeah. Yes. It does, so sometimes <laughs> it I just totally like, does. jump. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that fun content, um, we wanted to uh, share some resources with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have uh, we use a platform that a lot of podcasters use uh, to help support their production, uh, which it goes into the recording time and also the editing. And uh, and also you may notice that our sound quality got oh, yeah. a little bit better. That is true. Speaking yeah, of what Patreon sound. helps what Patreon us support. Can do, yes, it can get recording equipment, which it's is amazing. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, and while also giving you access to a ton of resources, yes. uh, that it's not just a donation, but it's actually you uh, becoming a part of our community yeah. and uh, getting involved and, and having access to um, especially something for this podcast that we call the Mental Health First Aid Kit, which is like 15 different recorded mm-hmm. exercises mm-hmm. Um, that there are video uh, kind of voiceovers and, and guided meditations mm-hmm. that go along with that that can really help you just start to take your mental health uh, more uh, intentionally, mm-hmm. start to actually develop some self-care patterns. And uh, there's journaling prompts in there. It guides you through each day and each exercise. So uh, it's de- it's just intended to help you understand what you need to feel supported in your yeah. environment and how to uh, you know develop regulation strategies for when you get overwhelmed or uh, for whatever reason you might need uh, a little bit of help because mm-hmm. we all do so yeah. the mental health first aid kit we're going to start releasing that uh, like three exercises at a time or something yeah. like that yeah. we'll see but it's a really great resource if you are as an adjunct to therapy if you're in therapy mm-hmm. you can utilize this but also without it so if you haven't mm-hmm. started therapy or it doesn't really work into what your plan is right now. It's a great way to introduce mental health care mm-hmm. um, for yourself in a way to really like nurture and take care of your own mental health needs, um, but be able to do it in the independence of your own home and your own schedule and your own time. Yeah. 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 So that's at patreon.com slash beyond trauma podcast. Yes. Yeah, yep. so go there, and there's a few different uh, tiers, like membership tiers that you can select based on your budget and your needs, um, and we love to support you guys that way, and it's a way that you can, yeah, be part of our community and support what we do as well. Totally. Yeah. All Let's right. Let's bring episodes like this to yes. you guys. Yes, yeah. speaking of that, so the whole brain, whole body approach to therapy. Yes. It's a big topic. Oh, yes. Exciting uh, topic. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we've been talking about the brain quite a bit, the triune brain um, and the left and right hemisphere and how relevant that understanding is of our neurobiology and why that matters in the treatment of trauma. Um, and so this is kind of taking that to the next level of looking even beyond the brain as mm-hmm. an organ and looking at the nervous system as a whole. 
Yeah, and I, I like setting it up that way, and I do that a lot with my clients, is that your brain is just one organ yes. inside of this mm-hmm. interconnected system. Yes. And it's a very important organ, but it is not the one uh, that we think of as like calling all the shots or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're hooked up, essentially, your whole body is interconnected in a way that you have tons of points of access to stimuli yeah. and incoming information. You have like your felt senses, but then even, you know, the the sound that you're picking up on the smells the taste the sight uh even the temperature or the pressure of the space um i always joke about you know like sometimes especially if you have mild arthritis when a storm comes in you can kind of feel like in your joints Mm -hmm. yeah your body's paying attention to to even the pressure of the air and responding Um, yes and saying i don't know giving you signals about this is going to make it harder for us to do what we need to do by the way yes yeah so um it's it's something that I think we don't talk about enough, yeah. um, but it's something that is so important and can help us understand why we respond the ways that we do to certain mm-hmm. things. I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately, our culture separates mental health and the body. Yeah. Like we don't see it as the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we go to counseling because we're depressed or we're sad or and we're And that's anxious. a thinking problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But we go to the doctor because we have stomach issues or chronic pain mm-hmm. or migraines mm-hmm. or... But the idea that those things function separately is really um, crazy. Erroneous. Preposterous. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. It's not yes. real. Because yeah. we are an interconnected human. Like, it yeah. is all working together as one. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think, you know, there's just so many good examples of this. How many times do we get a headache because we're stressed? Yeah. Or your stomach or, is hurt. Yeah, or you get a skin anxious. breakout because yeah. of stress. You know, there, there's all kinds of signals that our body sends to us that says, hey, emotionally there's a lot going on yeah. and there's going to be a physiological body yeah. um consequence and for those for that, that are listening you know if you have these kind of recurring digestive issues yes. or um inflammation in your uh-huh. system you can't uh you know you're just kind of you feel needy sometimes mm-hmm. because you're like i got a lot going on mm-hmm. my body just doesn't like me for some mm-hmm. reason <laughs> you know i'm at war with yeah my exactly body. that that um can be really frustrating if you're just trying to treat that from one end or the other. Yes. If you're just trying to treat it uh, physiologically, mm-hmm. likely it's just going to be band-aids on a, on a, mm-hmm. on a much deeper issue. Yes. But if we're looking at it from a holistic or what we call a whole brain, whole body approach, yeah. we're actually taking into consideration all of those facets, right. what might actually be causing your upset stomach. Why, when you're getting ready to leave the house, do you suddenly have to use the restroom? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it likely is to do with the way your body is trying to respond yeah. to your situation. Yeah, I think a you know kind of a helpful idea and reality of fact about our nervous system and our and our interconnected uh, systems in our body is that our physiology does not distinguish between an emotional threat and a physical threat. Yes, that's right. It registers identically. Yeah, and so. Um, an emotional blow is responded to physiologically the same way that we respond to a physical blow. So mm. at you know the site of impact, so to speak, we get an inflammatory response because that's what the body does um, when there is some kind of injury or some kind of toxin or really any kind of problem that comes into the body. Our body responds with inflammation, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know all of those symptoms that we're used to thinking of in terms of connected to stress. I mean, how many times do you hear people talking about yeah stress or exactly exacerbates this condition and pretty much all of them <laughs> yeah exactly Maybe heart creates heart condition, condition. Yeah. yes uh, you know cancer diagnoses yes mm-hmm. digestive issues yes diabetes yes like all of the all of the big um health conditions that we're used to thinking about if you read about it or talk to your doctor they're going to say 
stress makes it worse. Manage your stress. And the reason for that is that inflammatory response that the body goes into in response to emotional and mental stressors. That's right. And an inflammatory response in our body is like the number one problem maker physiologically. Mm and so when we're, you know, working with people on their trauma and on their emotional stressors, what we see is a natural resolve mm. of physical symptoms as their stress levels go yeah. down. As their system learns, I don't need to use the same reaction yes. strategies mm-hmm. that I have yeah. been to resolve this issue. Yeah. And that's where I really try to normalize and just validate uh, for my clients how their body has been trying to mm-hmm. protect them. Yeah. And yeah. They think it's protecting we, them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we blame our body a lot yeah. and have a lot of kind of just natural shame about my digestive issues mm-hmm. you know nobody's proud of that no, <laughs> but no. that's something that, i get migraines every day yeah exactly yes, and yeah. i'm so thankful for my body just pulling the extra weight yeah. trying to help <laughs> thanks me out so for much helping for that, yeah, thanks for that for helping pain me. Yeah. yeah but one of the analogies that i use sometimes that's helpful is you know if you you know we're living in springfield missouri and if you needed to get to branson you're going to drive a car mm-hmm. likely mm-hmm. uh and if you needed to get to republic you're going to drive a car you need to get to Branson, drive a car, Republic, drive a car, Bolivar, drive a car. You're going to be driving a car. Your body is responding in that same way of saying, I need to get to a certain destination or have a certain outcome, and I'm going to use one vehicle to do it. Mm-hmm. And that is our autonomic nervous system. Right. That's our whole body yeah. uh, and how it influences the brain. So no matter what needs to happen, whether I need to run or, or fight or use mobilization like Mm -hmm. that or whether i need to shut down your body's going to use the nervous system Mm -hmm. just like you would use the car to get to yes Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. and if you think about that even farther inside the car is gasoline which are like your chemicals um Mm -hmm. that your body is using which naturally wear Mm -hmm. on the body Mm -hmm. and so the same hormones that are needed the same neurochemicals that are needed to uh help you manage stress are going to have consequences Mm -hmm. that your body can say well i can't do what you're wanting me to do without having some other outlets. Yeah. And me messing with our digestive system is going to help us be able to maintain the level of activation that you need mm-hmm. to do what you feel like you need to do mm-hmm. to be safe. Mm-hmm. So sorry, IBS is going to be your life. Yeah. Fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All of these inflammatory responses. Yeah. yeah. Any of you listening or hearing all of this thinking, okay, are you telling me that my IBS may be a result of mental or emotional needs and or stress or mm-hmm. my migraines are a result of something emotional or mental health related? The answer is yeah. yes. Yes, undoubtedly. And, yes. and I know the first time that really came into my awareness, it was shocking. Mm-hmm. The idea that, you know, doctors view it from a very different lens and perspective and we look at what yeah. treatment could mm-hmm. be and what medications need to happen and is this something I just deal with for the rest of my life? Um, but really looking at the deeper roots of that could be emotionally related stressors, yeah. problems, trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the things we want to be shining light on because that's what resolving those issues is going to look like and getting relief from that rather than just learning how to manage them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When to me, you know, that can feel alarming at first, but at the same time, after the initial impact of, oh, like this isn't just a a body biological issue right. that if I could find the right pill to take or change my diet, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. it's going to fix it. I need to address the trauma of my past in order yeah. to deal with this. Um, after the initial kind of impact of that, I think what comes after that is relief and hope. Yeah, hope, yeah, hope because, for sure. Yeah, because most of us that have chronic health issues 
we've tried a lot of things. Yeah. We've, you know, been doing the supplements. We've tried the diets. We've, you know, done all of the things, and yet we're still having these ongoing issues. And sometimes it's kind of like playing whack-a-mole. You know, I get the... Yep. Um, you know, the chronic pain figured out and now suddenly my skin is having an issue or my gut is having an issue or why am I dealing with subfertility? You know, all of those things are a manifestation of inflammation in the body. And just because we get one managed um, through medication or supplements or external things, the the body will find another way of dealing with it. Yes. And so now we've got a new symptom to to try to manage. And so for me, because I mean, this was very much my story. I was pre-diabetic and subfertile mm. and migraines every day and IBS and all of that. And doctors are like, I don't know why you're 30 years old and you're yeah. falling apart mm. already. And I didn't either. Like this was very confusing. And it wasn't until, you know, going through EMDR and going through some therapy and really mostly circumstantially things changing in my life so that my stress levels dropped. And I sort of woke up one day and realized, oh, it's been like a whole month since I've had a migraine. Wow. When was the last time that happened? Yeah. Uh, Never? Yeah. Like never. It was, you know, I would say two days a month I would have to leave work early or not go at all because of a migraine. Mm. And suddenly they're just not happening. And I'm looking at, you know, all of the things that were going on in my life and nothing had changed other than my stress levels and other than working on past trauma. Yes. And it almost felt magical. Like, wait a second. This is impossible. Two birds, one stone? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> this is like the best yeah. bonus to go into therapy ever. <laughs> if somebody had told me, you know, this might resolve your migraines. You this go get might, some therapy. Yeah, yeah, like this might resolve <laughs> your digestive issues. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. And so yeah. I, I think, um, at least for me, and, and when we understand it this way, it's really hope-giving and inspiring that, yeah. you know, it's it's not just about feeling better mentally and emotionally every day. We're taking care of our body. Yeah. Like we're avoiding long-term chronic health conditions by yeah. addressing our mental health. Well, and that's really inspiring. Yeah. And to try to um, separate, well, one, I think we just don't understand a lot of where the brain's uh, awareness of itself and thus how it responds to itself yes. comes from. And when we, think when it's we just say we thinking. don't understand what yeah. nobody understands. Nobody understands. Like it, We're you know, very poorly. Neuro- like, neuroscientists yeah. are in full agreement. We don't get what consciousness is Right, yet. exactly. <laughs> Someday so we might figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But the brain, that's a problem when we go try to get help for something because yes. we think, oh, if it's a, if it's something related to your mood, it's in your brain. Mm-hmm. Or if it's related to your thoughts, depression, right. something like that, that's related to just your brain. Right. But that's the most like cart before the horse right. <laughs> experience right. ever because your brain is only one organ right. inside a long chain that- A huge interconnected system. Yeah, a huge system. interconnected yeah. system, a circuit that from that, from the whole circuit working together, every single piece working together is where your feelings, your emotions, mm-hmm. your thoughts come from. Mm-hmm. So I feel like something that a lot of people have heard about recently that speaks to this is the connection between uh, your gut microbiome and mm-hmm. mood, yeah. anxiety and depression. You know, Suddenly we have all this research in the last decade or so that's like, hey, our gut might have something to do. 
Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I was talking about gut health. Yes. I mean, yes. That's a big, you know, we're yeah. all taking Movement. prebiotics mm-hmm. and probiotics and remembering that alive food is a good idea. Hello, kombucha. Kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and kimchi. That's and right. Pickled mm. things and fermented that's foods, right? right? It's and alive. The, yeah. And the point is, is that when our gut is healthy, it makes a dramatic difference yes. in mm-hmm. our mood. And anybody that has ever parented children <laughs> knows that there is a direct connection between what they have eaten and how well they have yes. slept and what their mood is <laughs> like yes. and you know we get a little more sophisticated as we get older in masking that very uh, obvious Just connection yeah but when you're three you don't know how to mask it nope. and so it's if i over. yeah like if all i've had today or if all my kid has had today is carbs and sugar by the end of that night I'm going to pay for it as mom. Yes. Like, it's quite obvious. My child is having a meltdown. Nothing is okay. You know, don't touch me, but hold me all at the same time. Like, it's just, you know, insane. Speaking to your, like, getting sophisticated over time, um, I had one one client that was just like, I just don't know. I can't sleep. I just can't sleep. And I was like, well, tell me a little bit about, like, what's going on. And he's just like, well, sometimes I'll, I'll snack in bed. And I'm like, so are you talking about just like a banana or something? He's like, no, just like candy. And I'm like, well, what are you doing, man? And he's just like, I love Sour Patch Kids. It's like you can't have Sour Patch Kids in bed. Like, and then expect right. to, sleep you try to sleep well. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Just like a little little bag? No, like no, an adult like the whole size thing. bag. <laughs> Let me just load up on yeah. sugar. Were you watching a movie? No. No, just, just eating yeah. my Sour Patch Kids right before bedtime. Good luck with that. Well, if you choose to do that, you're not going to sleep very well. No. I'm sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, like my mysterious condition of insomnia. And then upon reflection, oh, two Americanos from Starbucks a day, probably. Might have something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you just, just a little bit. Not yeah. conducive to sleep. Well, and honestly, I think that's a really fair point because sometimes in the busyness of our life and the whirlwind that is our modern way of living, we kind of lose track of some of those very obvious connections. And I think, you know, pausing and reflecting on how is my body feeling yeah. on an mm-hmm. average day? Sometimes we're so used to kind of tuning out those signals and choosing to not pay attention because oftentimes when we slow down and really pay attention to our body, it's not good news. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's really pretty bad That's news, very actually. True. Yeah. And so. How are you feeling? No, uh, like really. Yeah. No. Like what hurts? <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing feels great. And so, um, you know, attending to that and really slowing down and paying attention is something that most of us kind of avoid. Yeah. Um, and I think that learning to come back to our body and get those signals so that we can start to attend to it and have a relationship with it, um, is a big first step, but it is a really valuable first step. I think similarly, we get accustomed to stress. Yes. Like we, chronic stress becomes the new norm and we don't really recognize how stressed our systems are. Mm, Yeah. And you think about a, um, high stress relationship or marriage, that's lasted for 10 years and there's a lot of conflict or you're married to an alcoholic and you're in tremendous stress but that becomes the new norm Mm -hmm. and you don't recognize the long-term toll that that's having and so exploring the chronic you know conditions physically that are manifesting and seeing there's a link there my system really is under tremendous pressure every day in its existence yeah and even i mean it I just really want to highlight how interconnected the systems are. Like I, and this is a personal example, um, but I have for my entire, like, I mean, I don't know, since I was, before I was a teenager, I've had really bad, like, athlete's feet. Mm -hmm. 
which I now know is an inflammation disorder, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of inflammation. Yeah, exactly. Which, if you know me, I'm a very sympathetically charged person. So, <laughs> And I don't express it as an extrovert a lot. So that means it's going internally. Mm-hmm. Um, to, right your straight straight to your feet. Yeah. <laughs> to the heat of my feet. Yes, which is the story of my life. Uh-huh. But I couldn't, and my mom used to get so mad because we mm-hmm. couldn't figure out. Like no doctor was able to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And even still, like I just have to kind of deal mm-hmm. with it. It because mm-hmm. I don't I don't experience myself as like a very anxious person or very um, easily overwhelmed or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I just know that for me to continue to do the things that I do in my life, you gonna have to take care of my feet mm-hmm. and just make sure everything's good to go. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when it itches, I'm just like, I know, body, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. And it'll really itch towards the end of the day, which is hilarious because I'm trying to sleep and it's like. <laughs> Not hilarious, actually, Not at all. Funny, <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I think it's interconnected. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's so many examples of how we experience this in our day to day life, and I think that a lot of us are kind of overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, by thinking about our health, thinking about what does it mean that I'm having these symptoms? Yeah. Um, it's also kind of expensive to it like is. go to the doctor and mm-hmm. get some of this figured out and resolved and yeah. even just ongoing inflammation yeah. supplements like yes. anti-inflammation yes. like that's that's no joke like no. you can spend some serious money yeah. a month yeah. on something that you just have to keep doing yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and you know i think imagining you know what it's going to take to actually get some of these issues resolved because it is so daunting a lot of us just end up avoiding it yeah um, and I think that having self-compassion about, yeah, that that's a really normal response in the face yeah. of overwhelm is to just to kind of want to ignore it yeah. and yeah. move a on with life. A neglected body is a sad body. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like it's not, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> I'll try not to go off on too much of a tangent, but I think our Western American culture is such a high paced fast oh, yeah. moving mm-hmm. culture where productivity go 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 mm-hmm. the way in which the stress that we're under without even recognizing just it normal. just to survive just normal yeah. just to survive just like you're saying i'm just going to tolerate my athlete's feet because i need this sympathetic energy to do all the do things my I life have to yes because i love what i'm doing do yeah and it's great but i have to put up with that yeah but then we look at like you know heart conditions and we look at like all of these obesity and in American culture and all of these um, health problems that show up because we are of such a fast paced achievement oriented mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, big corporations and, yeah. you know, everywhere. Well, and we've talked about that in previous episodes, just a call back to the left and the right hemisphere episode. Yeah. Um, the left hemisphere is very oriented towards procedure and getting things, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the drive going mm-hmm. and not worrying so much about the emotion. And it turns out that the right hemisphere is very concerned with the body. Yeah. So when we, in our culture, favor the left hemisphere and the process of like, mm-hmm. you know, you need to produce and you need to be responsible and, mm-hmm. you know, really focused on growth, um, we kind of say no to the right hemisphere, which is saying no to our body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, something that is hope giving and really relevant to this conversation is sort of understanding the different states of our nervous system in terms of, um, you know, we have a stress response. It's a, you know, cascade effect that happens in response to any kind of stress or threat that comes into our awareness and our body goes into mobilization or some kind of strategy for dealing with that challenge. And I want to put a guide rail because i want us to get that whole next episode is what i want the autonomic mm-hmm. nervous system to be about um but that is the exact way that i like describe the link yes. between 
the gut brain, the heart brain, right. and then the right. the wait thinking brain. Yeah, uh-huh. sorry, the rational brain, yeah, the brain like, brain. Yeah, I was like, brain brain. That's not right. We wrote this. This isn't. Yeah, that's not what I said. Yeah, no, <laughs> what did I say? Yeah. yeah, the thinking brain or the rational yeah. brain. Yeah, yeah. I but I think you know I will respect the guardrail and not go too far yeah. into this. Because I want we just nudge it a little, bit. Nudge yeah. a little bit. This this is where we're going. And we're gonna bump. talk a little bit about this other thing that our nervous system is capable of, and you know I won't get into the the neuroscience of it because we'll talk about that next time. But Yay. we do have a core responding relaxation response yes. in our body and that is a very right brain activated um, response and the truth is is that most of us in our current culture don't know much about the relaxation response yep. we exist we in our yeah we exist in our go response our mobilization our stress response excuse me but we don't activate that relaxation response very often and health is not always being relaxed and never being stressed. Yeah, wouldn't get anything. No, (laughs) no. But it is about, you know, do I have anything close to balance? Do Mm -hmm. I have spaces and times in my life where my body has um, the support and the time and, you know, the required elements to actually shift into that relaxation response? Because in that response, we get healing. That is when our body... Uh, digests. That's when it, you know, uh, kind of scouts around in our internal system and says, hey, I see you there, cancer cell. I'm going to zap you right now, right? Um, Or, you know, there's tissue damage that needs repairing or there's an inflammatory response that needs to calm down. That is when that happens. Mm -hmm. And so if we're never shifting into that relaxation response, we get this backlog of unhealed stuff. And that's when we get those chronic ongoing conditions. To speak to the, the rational or like the head side of that in when we're in a physiological state of rest that's when our our memory assimilates that's when we make sense of yeah when we actually learn um you know that's hopefully if we're getting a decent amount of deep sleep each Mm -hmm. night that's when our mind is putting together what we learned today and how it compares to the past and what we think about tomorrow yeah exactly so that rest um part of the nervous system the part that helps you feel um, like you can just be calm and not mm-hmm. worried or not mobilized towards something that has so many benefits. Yeah. Uh, and so part of finding, uh, you know, part of establishing self-care is, is knowing what to do to mm-hmm. help your body find that place. Yeah. Yeah. Not to plug the mental health first aid kit again, but, but it is <laughs> That's on an there. option. Yeah, so. Other options include uh, yoga. Yep. include getting a Being massage outside. if you're a person that likes that. Yeah, going for a nice leisurely walk yeah. outside. Having pets and yeah, loving on them. Yeah, a puppy. Yes. Uh, going on vacation. we yeah. got all kinds of options. All kinds Music of stuff. Music can do this to and us. And hopefully we can find a we can find safety and relationship that we yes. can experience that together. Yes. Yeah, because that's ideal. Eye contact is another mm-hmm. incredible source physical to that. Touch. Yeah, physical touch or even just mm-hmm. physical proximity. Yeah, being close to another nervous did system. Did you know that hugs can heal you? Yes, I did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Healing hugs. Healing hugs. So there yeah. really is this reciprocal relationship. Yes. There is my physical care, the way I take care of my gut, my body, mm-hmm. influences my mood, my mental health. And my mm. mental health in turn influences yep. my yes. physical health. And, that, and that's go. what it means yeah. to have an interconnected system. They're both yeah. talking to each other all the time. That communication is constant. Yeah. So I'm curious, maybe a way of wrapping up mm. this, the conversation mm-hmm. is what's kind of one takeaway that mm-hmm. you like to give your clients about the connection between their body and their brain? Mm-hmm. I think 
always the first takeaway is just getting them present in their body again. Yeah, feeling their body. So just experiencing their body. And that can be as simple as take a warm shower Mm -hmm. and notice the water as it hits your hair, as it runs over your shoulders, like just feeling your body again. Mm -hmm. Take your hand and actually start touching it, Mm -hmm. like feel it. Mm -hmm. Feel getting familiar with it and getting back connected with it is kind Mm -hmm. of the first like step and takeaway for yeah and i love that in that kind of one of the just sort of things that goes without saying is that we disconnect from it absolutely and trauma is something that makes that oh yeah so immediate it just becomes the container to hold all the bad things and we just shut the door yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so getting back in touch can be so powerful Mm -hmm. what about for you mel yeah i think i you know share something similar and then usually encourage experimentation because Mm. this is a really kind of individual and unique experience of what helps us move into a relaxation response and what can be activating to some people is really unique. And so um, kind of having this invitation into coming back into relationship with your body through experimentation and uh, um, having curiosity and noticing how does my body respond to this experience? Yeah. Um, and you know, I think a warm shower is a great example. Another, uh, one that I share with a lot of clients is, um, eat a meal slowly without Mm -hmm. any distraction. Yep. No TV, no TV, no phone, but just you and a plate of food. Taste Mm -hmm. your food. And notice every bite. Yeah. Like notice chewing and notice salivary response. I know. You have. We just ate lunch and I didn't do it. talking and yeah. i think i think in the you know there's a, a socializing aspect to eating that is also profoundly helpful in healing but the the act of sitting down to a meal by myself without distraction and i view it almost like a gift to my body because i'm a go person as well we all are we're all sympathetically charged and like to do a lot and so hitting the pause button and saying okay body i know that you're not as enamored of my speed um and so i'm just gonna hit pause and i try to do one thing a day slowly yeah usually lasts about 10 to 15 minutes but yeah that's 10 to 15 minutes of me coming into relationship with my body that day yeah I think food is such an interesting conversation altogether, which oh, yeah. we will talk mm-hmm. much more about food. But for me, food, I've always had a weird relationship with food. Like my body just doesn't remember it. Mm-hmm. A lot I wonder of the what that's like. Yeah. I just don't, I just genuinely forget about it. And for you, for anyone who's saying like, oh, that must be nice. It's not because right. I will get lightheaded and yeah. think about like, oh, what happened? Oh, I haven't eaten in like a day. Yeah. That's interesting. So one of the things that I've done as I've gotten, uh, you know, through my own uh, therapeutic journey up to this point is I kind of have this little practice. And I wonder if you guys have ever noticed that I like touch my face before I eat food. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that, mm-hmm. um, that is a very grounding practice right. for me that I'll just kind or of your like, neck. You yeah, your neck yeah, I'll exhale, but I'll give my kind of my neck or my face some type of touch, like mm-hmm. some type of connection to where it's just like, mm-hmm. hey. I'm like aware of your body, mm-hmm. like and I feel you. Yeah, I feel you, you and I like. Right I'm just kind of giving myself a nourishing touch to say like we're we're gonna pause and we're gonna do this thing where we're gonna take mm-hmm. a nourishment and it's good to receive mm-hmm. nourishment and mm-hmm. that's good for you and you you can digest and mm-hmm. be go okay. So that to me, I developed this little liturgy around eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's my process of what you're talking about, Mel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the yes and to all of what you guys have said. Um, But one of the practices that I try to help uh, my clients become aware of is just noticing how their body feels in transition between 
tasks of their day or mm. experiences that they're having. Mm-hmm. You know, if they have uh, something that they are reporting, you know, discomfort with, like I get angry with my wife yeah. or something like that, or I get, you know, sad because of this thing. I want them to start to become aware of sort of like the ebb and flow mm-hmm. of your body feels unactivated. And then what happens before you like snap mm-hmm. or before you crumble? Like there's steps in between. Yeah. It's not just one and then the next moment. Right. I don't know what happened. I just, yeah. yeah, I just couldn't do it anymore. Well, to start getting this awareness of your body giving you signals along the way yeah. that, hey, we're getting activated. Is this okay? Do we want to do this? There's mm-hmm. all of that going on beneath the surface where typically we just don't really pay attention to it. We just find ourselves reacting to things mm-hmm. in either direction. And our nervous system is going to help us do that. But if we can start to become aware of it, now we can choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that is such a p- powerful practice that I start mm-hmm. to implement. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's so helpful. And just all of this, the key word is this awareness piece. Awareness, that's absolutely right. So shifting right. where our focus is, what we're noticing, mm-hmm. becoming more aware of this interconnected system that we have. Yeah, that's right. Brings us so much power and knowledge of what we can do with it. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Yeah. Any closing thoughts, either of you? I don't think so. Okay. I'm excited for the uh, autonomic nervous system episode. Yes. Yeah, we'll get to I that get next. I very excited about that. We do like the nervous system. Yes. It's pretty important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, so before we go, we want to uh, remind you guys that if you are in a spot in your own healing journey where you're looking for additional support or a way to kind of go deeper in this process, um, one option that we have for you guys that you can find on our website is that we do healing intensives and retreats. So that's, you know, somewhere between one and five days where you actually come on location with us and receive intensive therapy, could be EMDR. And speaking of a interconnected body and brain, uh, we really highlight that in those retreats because we uh, do a lot of body-based work, including, you know, you can choose from yoga therapy, massage therapy, craniosacral therapy, working with horses. Working all with of horses. That. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, working with horses. <laughs> really there, cool. there are Super available. cool. <laughs> and, you know, all of that is really aimed at um, working with that interconnected system between uh, the entirety of our body and our, and our mental and emotional health. So if you're interested in knowing more about that, you can go to our website at beyondhealingcenter.com um, and look at the retreat section. And there's lots of information on there. It's very customizable to your needs. Um, and you can pick exactly what you feel like is going to be the most supportive to you. And plus, we would love to get to know you in that way and work with you in that way. Yeah. So, and if you have any questions about that or anything else, you can always email us at therapy at beyondhealingcenter.com. And we would love to connect you, uh, connect with you that way or through our Patreon. Thanks so much, you guys, for listening. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Safe journeys, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond Trauma, a psychotherapy podcast from therapists for clients about the journey of trauma recovery. While resources like this can be helpful, they should never take the place of or be used as therapy. We encourage you to find a trauma-informed therapist in your area to be your guide in this healing journey. Take a minute to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and we would appreciate it if you could leave us a review. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon at beyondtraumapodcast.com. Thanks again for tuning in.